there's dealers that are trying their best to do business as usual during this this global pandemic and then there are those that and and no judgment towards them at, at all they're kind of lost like what do i do and so i want to turn this over to you we're dealing with a market contraction we're dealing with a, a health crisis we're dealing with uh state provincial regional uh legislation locking dealers down social distancing my question to you is well then what should or could a dealership be focusing on or doing in order to support their client base their customers and and for me customer is not just somebody that's purchased or has shown potential to purpose but purchase but even like people on social media at some point or another they're going to be buying a vehicle so, so what can dealerships be doing during this time especially to focus on on their customer base yeah no that's uh that's a great question michael i appreciate that uh you know, we've we've been into this, you know, really deep here in North America for about a month. And it's amazing for us to see how quickly things have changed in the past uh, 30 days. Uh, we quickly uh, spun up a, a dealer advisory council that we've been meeting with on a weekly basis so that we can hear firsthand, uh, you know, across North America, what uh, what customers are saying. And, um, and the, the speed of change has been unprecedented, unprecedented. And, um, you know, a couple of things. Number one is we're seeing, uh, consumer behavior change during Corona. And we really believe that some of that consumer behavior is going to change permanently coming out of, uh, Corona. So, um, you know, first and foremost, you know, dealerships need to be focused on this idea of clarity, you know, Everything rises and falls on leadership. And one of the keys to being a great leader is to provide clarity, provide clarity in good times and provide clarity in bad times. And so what that means is providing clarity to your organization, to your staff about what you're going to do and how you're going to conduct yourself. Uh, and then most importantly, providing uh, clarity to uh, your customers. And so I would say first and foremost, that means, uh, during this time right now, go remote everything. So remote uh, service. So we'll come to your home and pick up your car, bring it back and service it. That will create that uh, virtual dealership that uh, if you're interested in buying a car, we can bring the car to you and really use this opportunity to become really good at discovery. Um, you know, people are going through a lot right now. Uh, you know, we see the consumer in, you know, in one category that they've lost their job, they're worried about expenses and cash flow. Another category, they still have their job, but they're worried about losing their job. And then the third one, they still have a job, but, you know, there's still a lot of uh, pressure going on. And so understanding and doing that discovery to understand what does the customer need? Do they need to extend their lease? Do they need to be able to get out of their lease? Do they need to be able to lower their lease payment? When you're delivering that car, you know, do they want you to take the test drive with them? Do they want you to wait behind because uh, for safety reasons? Being able to clearly articulate your sanitization process so that, you know, you're wearing masks, you're wearing gloves, you have the steering wheel cover. So really, I think, you know, what I would like to focus on during this podcast is being very customer focused. <clears throat> and if I could tell a personal example, I'm, I'm here in my home in Atlanta, Georgia. It's the spring. You know, what happens in the spring in Atlanta, Georgia, insects come out. And so my wife and I uh, realized a couple of days ago that we had an insect problem. 
So uh, we reached out to uh, four providers and three of them wanted to focus on themselves and sell us something. But one of them treated it very differently. They came to our home in a short period of time. They said, what are the issues? Hey, we'll defer payments for 12 months. We can have someone out here tomorrow. We can solve the problem. We can give you the warranties that you need to protect your hardwood floors. And they focused their attention on us versus on them. And ultimately, that's the provider that we went with. So I would say, you know, the best thing for the dealer right now is to put all your focus on the consumer. And the smartest organizations know that uh, taking care of your customer in the long run, that's going to provide goodness back to you, the dealership. Yeah, you know, that's so interesting to me because typically when panic sets in or fear sets in, uh, actually, I was just reading an article about this that, um, y- you know, our fear response, what it does is it is it expands our amygdala, which is the part of our brain that, that goes into fight or flight. But when that happens, we uh, our frontal lobe also contracts because our brain can't change in size. And so the the frontal lobe, what I find interesting about what you just said is the frontal lobe is what handles hope, optimism, creativity, innovation. And here you have a company that, you know, one out of four that wasn't acting in fear, but was actually willing to look to the future and actually pull in leverage from the future by simply saying, hey, we can defer. We've got a program to get you what you need today that's going to keep you as a customer for a long time. In other words, they're innovating during a time of where most people are panicking. Guaranteed, those other three businesses are panicked. They're trying to figure out how to preserve or get revenue today. And, and so because of that, they can't see past their own nose. Now, I find that interesting, too, in, a, in, a, in a, I guess another regard, because I can almost see that the direct message is coming to me now with this question but we're so highly leveraged floor plans and staff wages and all those sorts of things. What could I possibly do to focus on my customer or maybe pull in from the future potential to keep a customer long-term when I have this very legitimate issue today, which is how do I keep my lights on and make sure that I don't have to furlough or fire everybody? So, I mean, what from your organization perspective, from your leadership perspective, what are you seeing from your own experience of, of being able to, to, to continue to serve your customers as best as you possibly can while also keeping the wolf off the doorstep, so to speak? Yeah, that's a great question. I, uh, I heard this idea a few years ago of, um, you know, true north. And, and the definition of true north was balancing the short term with the long term. And if we're focused too much on either one, that can cause us issues. And so if all we do is have this 30 day focus, you know, we're going to make sacrifices and hurt, hurt the long term and uh, vice versa. And so I mentioned that we see the consumer behavior changing and we see it happening in a couple of ways. Uh, one thing that we're doing as our organization is to help our customers. We said that we would start making thousands of phone calls every day to our customers, customers, the consumer to help create leads for them. And so we're getting a lot of feedback uh, while we're doing that. But it's interesting that the feedback that we're getting is that the consumers are more willing to talk to us today than they were 30 days ago. This attitude of like, we're all in it together. They, they're friendly. They want to have the conversation. 
So they're receptive to it. Right. The other big uh, change in behavior that we're seeing right now is that, um, you know, before it was common that you would go in and buy a car, you'd be in the dealership for three or four hours. Well, now people are truly buying it uh, virtually, that the true digital retail experience is happening, whether it's an elegant process, whether it's being hacked, it's happening now. And so imagine coming out of this two, three years from now, after I had that digital experience, uh, I'm going to expect the same thing going forward. So, you know, many of the dealerships in this country, uh, you know, claim to have a digital uh, experience, but they really weren't living up to that brand promise. And so to take care of the, cons the consumer, the customer during this process, they're going to have to become good at that digital retailing experience and live up to that expectation. And, and really as consumers, we get most disappointed and most frustrated when our expectations are not met. Right. So I live in Atlanta, Georgia, world's busiest airport, really bad traffic in Atlanta. If I land at uh, Hartsfield at five o'clock on Friday, I live 30 miles from the airport. I expect it's gonna take me two hours to get to my house. Ooh. That's not a problem. I land, it takes two hours. But if I land at 11 o'clock on Friday night, expecting no traffic, 30 minute drive to go 30 miles, and it takes two hours, I become frustrated, I become disappointed right. because my expectations weren't met. Yeah. So, so you, you, you're seeing it real time, like real time, these consumer behavior is changing and we've got to be good at, at meeting those consumer expectations. Yeah. And if I could add one more thing, and there's a lot of examples on this, but we'll just pick one. <laughs> if you were to ask the average person, you know, why did, why did Blockbuster go out of business? And the average person would say Netflix. Netflix put Blockbuster out of business. Right. But I would strongly argue that Blockbuster put Blockbuster out of business. They had the exact same opportunity to transition and change to our consumer expectations and consumer behavior and Netflix did it and Blockbuster didn't. So this consumer behavior is changing. It's gonna change forever. Our dealerships need to be able to evolve and transition to meet those expectations going forward.